0: Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at ThriveCosmetics.com slash Thrive. That's ThriveCosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash Thrive for 20% off your first order.
1: Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Well, wonder no more? Welcome to Table Read Podcast where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this, talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films,
2: there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that
1: subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine.
3: Hey everybody, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast where we break down politics, government structure, and dive into the context of current events, but in a super fun way.
2: I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist.
3: In this episode, we're talking about the Attorney General. So grab your lawyer and let's get civical. (laughs)
2: Welcome to Let's Get Civical. We should really start saying
3: the name of our podcast. Okay, great. Okay, great. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. I'm Lizzie Stewart. And I'm Arden Walentowski. And today we have two extremely extremely special guests. I'm literally, yeah, double (laughs) extremely, Double extremely, Extreme. This is is not, it's extreme. (laughs) Extreme. Two extreme guests. Yeah, I'm so excited. You guys, do you want to introduce yourselves?
4: I'm Emily Rems. And I'm Callie Callie Watts. Watts. And we are both editors of Bust Magazine in Brooklyn, New York, and the hosts of Bust's Pop Tarts podcast.
3: Yes. yes! So when you're done so listening excited. to this episode, you simply, you simply must go over and check out all of their stuff, all of the episodes. Subscribe to Pop Tarts. It's, it's amazing. So much fun. Thank, so fun. Thank, you. Thank, you. thank you so much for being here. I
4: appreciate you. I know today is
3: <laughs> today is such a day to just like leave the house and come out into the streets today
4: on muller day on, on muller day. day hashtag
3: muller day how, It's muller time yeah how do you guys uh, feel about hashtag muller time
4: i feel like it's extremely anticlimactic when mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i was ready for the Donald to get dragged out into these streets yeah and yeah. it's just the same old shit yeah it's like when a, you bring
3: a hot person home and then they're bad in bed mm-hmm. is how i see it <laughs> only you know, where more it's like, so what's the point yeah. what's the point only and it also just like threatens the lives of millions of americans that's <laughs> right it's right. like that's sort of like what it that's is like you also, bring a hot guy home and he's bad in bed and then it's threatening to not only you but the lives of million americans yeah this is totally to spot on but yeah i also thought it was anticlimactic artem what did you think
2: no i thought the same i thought the same like the stuff that we i feel like it's full of stuff that we kind of already knew had been right. talked about mm-hmm. had been leaked we yeah. knew these people were going to talk to muller for hours on end and it's great like you said before lizzie it's great that it's like all on paper yeah but i'm just like Okay, but he like tossed it to Congress, who probably won't, won't do anything. anything with it. Yeah, exactly. They'll like bring people in to testify in a hearing. Well, there's it's nothing a political that they, game they like can, you, can do, you know. Right. Like,
3: yeah, with the Republicans controlling the Senate, there's there's genuinely nothing to. It seems
4: like it's just going to be fodder for the next election cycle. So yeah. yeah, I think and so. That's well. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. The only interesting thing about it was that they just delivered it on CDs.
3: <laughs> we did they really? I didn't hear this on CD. Yeah, on CD. Oh, yeah. Is it 2001? That's, that's literally it the only thing that I was like, I'm so
2: excited. This "Windows 2000." <laughs> that is fodder for an SNL skit right there. What yeah. else could you deliver like, on a CD? I, did somebody
3: give them a USB? Why? Like, I have extra. You can get it at stable. Yeah. Just use an
1: old PR press kit. Yeah. Right. Cool Trump mix O2. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a huge spindle of... Though. It wasn't yeah. just one. You guys oh, I didn't see the picture demo? of it? I, yeah. I think it was on the cut or something. <laughs> or oh, or really? <laughs> Something oh. like that. Oh my God.
3: Yeah.
2: I have to look at that.
3: So for today's episode, we're talking about the Attorney General, which is so... It was such an accident. We did not mm-hmm. mean to talk about nope. the Attorney General today nope. of all days, but that's what we are doing. And we're not going to focus solely on william Bilbo Baggins bar we are <laughs> bless going, his heart bless his heart mm-hmm. we are just we're gonna focus on why we have an attorney general what they where mean. that came from what they <laughs> do lol what they're, <laughs> what they're supposed to do like what's written in parchment mm-hmm. versus what we've implied right and we're and then we're gonna just see what william billy elliott bar <laughs> is like doing with that office right
2: so starting off. Starting off. We're going to start off with just a little bit of history about the position. We so, love history. We always we start at the beginning. So the Office of the Attorney General was created by the Judiciary Act of 1789.
3: Pull it out. We all know it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just like I hate, I hate when it starts like that. I, I hate when it's like this very this, this act from 1789. Like why couldn't we have like, revised since then? You know what I mean? Right. We probably have. Have we? Uh-uh. You tell me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it feel honestly today, it felt like 1789. Yeah. So speaking of
1: Supreme Court. I think yesterday was the anniversary of RBG getting elected to the. November was it? Region. If it I
3: was <gasps> hell, yeah. Wow. Shout out to RBG. Congrats, RBG. Well, somebody told friend.
1: me that yesterday. So Do it's we true. Them? I believed her. Did they tell it to you? I did didn't. So it's Google more real. You're pulling so. here right Could now, and I was like, news. yeah. But I'm Honestly, gonna
4: believe. It. I choose. I will toast to RBG any day. That's yeah, right.
3: any any damn day, any damn day. Uh, especially today of all days. Let's yes. just like focus on the good, which is RBG
1: right.
3: <laughs> <else>. <laughs> RBG. <laughs> so the Judiciary Act of 1789. <laughs> right, 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 Go ahead. I'm not gonna. I'm no, not gonna get hung up amazing. on the You're amazing. I love I'm so you. Sorry. Okay, this. great. We're we're back in the day. None of us can read. <laughs> the, no, none of us can read. we um, own property. We're, we're property. We, we aren't there. No, we're not there. We're not. We didn't create this. We're not here. We wouldn't have let this happen. Anyways, I'm not going to get caught up. I'm not.
2: (laughs) So the the act, the Judiciary Act of 1789, specifies that the attorney general is to be learned, quote, learned in the law, close quote. (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? With the duty.
3: (laughs) Learned in the law, Arden. Learned in the law. Learned in the law. We're all learned in the law.
2: Listen. To prosecute and conduct all suits in the Supreme Court in which the United States shall be concerned... And to give his advice,
1: his advice, it's going to be Kimmy K soon. She's learned in the law. She's
2: right. She is going to be. Learning.
3: Hell yeah! <laughs> and I support it. Look, there's a lot of <laughs> learned in the law ladies out there. There are, and I, I support so each and every one of them. Kimmy Kim, step
2: right up. So okay, you give learned advice. in the law. Give it. Okay, to give advice and opinion upon questions of law when required by the President of the United States, or when requested by the heads of any of the departments touching any matters that may occur that may concern their departments. Wow, and crystal clear. It's crystal clear. It's a lot. It's a lot for this person to do. And basically what it's saying is that to be learned in the law and and to be concerned to give advice and opinion on questions of the law. What they're saying is you are the lawyer for the United States. Love. You are the outlet of the
3: United States. Right. Mm -hmm.
2: You are the person who prosecutes or defends the United States when something comes up in court that concerns the country as a whole.
4: And if ever there was a nation that needed an attorney on retainer,
0: <laughs> it was it, the
4: United it's States. One.
3: It's us. We are just breaking laws left and right, honey.
2: So like we said, the, it also established a three-part judiciary system made up of district courts, circuit courts, and the Supreme Court.
3: They did a lot in this one piece of thing. They're yeah. like, okay, great. We have a lot of shit we have to figure out. Number one, we're going to create this attorney general. Number two, Courts, yeah, <laughs> you know, like what else can we throw in there? This is a big act.
2: It was a big act. I bet yeah. it was on
3: one sheet of parchment, though. <laughs> guaranteed, <laughs> it was guaranteed. Like paragraph,
2: paragraph. Because they had, you know, they only had ink and in the quill for so much, totally. And then, you know, they had the paragraph about the AG and the paragraph about the courts, and that was it.
3: And that was it. Do and I think? love
2: that. Do you think succinct? Yeah, efficient. Yeah. So the and the they did this because in the Constitution they didn't provide any details about the courts or what. <laughs>
3: What you we were supposed to do with these laws once they pass Congress, like one of the things great. we love on this show, and I don't know if you guys feel the same way is that the Constitution seems to have a they it says a lot of things and then provides no plan they're just like it should have this and we should there's an office and there's a president and yeah there's three branches but we don't and like
4: work it out and yeah we're gonna wow. figure it out
3: where that's that's future jefferson's problem you know like that's that's future samuel's problem and now here we are future samuel
2: future samuel putting
3: pen to parchment being like shit <laughs> we didn't solve this <laughs> we, we problem in the
2: constitution <laughs> and we have to figure out our court system yeah yeah so they did they passed this act. So the official title in 1789 was an act to establish the judicial courts of the United States. It's just very long.
1: Yeah. I fell it's asleep very, reading it.
3: Yeah. I've <laughs> aged since it was right. I can't get over how bad titles are of things like you they're think they're very really excited yeah. Yeah. Like they, just, they just created courts like the cool court act I don't know like <laughs> really anything anything other than like a snooze fest like right. it seems like our founding fathers had no passion whatsoever they were like no creative thinkers <laughs> you can tell they just they're not I'm not I'm sorry I'm not inspired I'm not no. inspired no I wouldn't invest that. I wouldn't invest Shark Tank I would not invest <laughs> in this country <laughs> it is a startup we like is to say that
2: our nation is a startup it's nation truth. it's so true yeah there's just many things that they started and then they kind of put a pin in and they never came back so it <laughs> that here out. We are. and here we are five years later and our books are atrocious yeah it's really
3: bad <laughs> yeah um it's the
4: fire festival of government oh yeah. my god yes, yeah we
3: are 100%. yeah we are the fire festival yeah. of countries for sure let's move let's move yeah where do you want to move? move where would you move
2: Listen, I love France. I love like, go, go to Paris. I just sure. love it so much. Sure. They've got lots of wine and good cheese. I've what lost weight every need?
1: time I've gone there
2: because it's. I'm
1: here for both of those things. Yeah. Right? Where would you
2: guys go? Where would you
3: guys go if you if you hashtag moved? Mm. Sorry to just like hit you with a hard. Yeah, hitting. like I, I would like spot. to say
4: that I would go somewhere tropical, mm. but yeah, I. Yeah. But then like uh, a hurricane would wipe me out. Right? And, yeah, uh, you got to be. That's something to be concerned
1: with. Totally, i, think I do totally. a lot of hopping. I'm not going to commit. Oh, I love. I, like I love that. And I'm going to move towards foods that I enjoy. Oh Yeah, that, that's the deciding factor. Yeah, I like I, that. I think strategy. I'd go to Spain
3: Would for you? both of those reasons: for the climate mm. and the food.
1: Mm. Oh
3: my God, And now they I'm so like take naps in the middle of the day. They are my people. <laughs> yeah, that is
1: such a smart move. They are
3: so. my people. They get me. I understand them, and yeah. they understand me. Um, um. Yes. So the Justice Department, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Justice Department, which. Quite frankly, it should be run by Beyonce. Right.
2: So they, yeah. So the Act to establish the judicial courts of the United States was passed in 1789, also known as the Judiciary Act, signed into law by George Washington. Love him. In the Act, big fan. Yes, created the AG, divided the country up into uh, circuit, into district, circuit, and Supreme Court. Then later, in an Act to establish the Department of Justice in 1870.
3: It's a snooze. It's a snooze. I'm sorry. An act just, like, I whatever. They don't care. They have no passion. I'm not into it. It could have been
1: like, the law to keep you bitches correct
3: exactly that's already more interesting like you can tell the boring white men wrote this because there's no heart in it no. especially
4: since it's the department that all future spy movies are going to be based
2: yes. on right yes had uh, they no they did not have foresight to anticipate cinematography yeah i mean they mm-hmm. just had no they had no vision skyfall
3: 1870 <laughs> you know like literally anything <laughs> like, i just need i need something something give me something
2: so it was established after the Civil War, and they were a little bit delayed in creating this department because they were busy in the Congress trying to impeach President Johnson. <laughs> so they were like, we got to we gotta try that. Yeah. We got to get that done first, and then we'll create the Department of Justice. Okay, good. Right. On the agenda. Please mm-hmm. mark it. I hate
3: Andrew Johnson. <laughs> I just want to say that.
2: But who do you hate more? Woodrow Wilson.
3: Or Andrew Johnson. Or Andrew Johnson. Or Andrew Johnson. Wow. I know one was like a a shitty racist and the other one just didn't prevent the second world war so so i don't know shitty racists to choose from (laughs) i I know know. he's one among
4: many yeah
3: probably i feel like probably woodrow wilson because i feel like like that that was just like a global i mean i don't know the effect was global but i guess i don't know wow that's such a great question it's a
2: hard question i'm really sorry
3: no it's okay (laughs) it's okay i have to i have to think about it (laughs) i have to think about it because honestly ask me like it could depend on the day Right, mm-hmm. but whenever we talk about like Andrew Johnson in context, like I really don't. Andrew
4: like Johnson him. was slightly more attractive than Woodrow Wilson. That's and true. I know that that shouldn't mm-hmm.
3: factor into
4: it.
1: Well, but it but, does for us. You know, everything like that if, we do. it
4: hurts that Franklin Pierce was smoking hot and was a terrible person, and mm. like somehow I forgive his transgressions more <laughs> he because he high. looked like Morrissey a little bit.
2: Yeah. I understand that. Like I forgive Bing Crosby a little bit, a little bit, even though he beat his children. Yeah, we did. He? he sings "White Christmas," uh, like it's that is my beautiful. jam. Yeah,
3: he is a very <laughs> lovely. boy yeah yeah no it's um yeah they're both both Woodrow Wilson and Andrew Johnson very bad men yeah very bad men and I think Andrew Johnson should have been impeached but again I wasn't at the table so mm-hmm. nobody asked nobody, you asked nobody asked you, asked you me, back in 1870 but I was there girl? spiritually I do feel like I was alive this time it doesn't matter okay <laughs> <laughs> so wait okay. we establish this department of yes. justice yes. like a hundred years no, like less than a hundred years after we established the first thing, yeah,
1: like eighty years. that is so crazy, right? right
3: that we were there was like attorney general Supreme Court, and then eighty years later after we'd slaughtered half the population, they were like, we need a department. <laughs> We need. We need an office.
4: We need rooms. This country could use some justice. We really need some
3: <laughs> justice. Hold on. Hold on. Ooh, we need like more bodies in here. Like that's the silliest thing. We need a staff. We've done
2: too much wrong that we oh, have dear. to defend ourselves against. Half so, the we country need... left.
3: Like, what are we supposed to do there? Right.
2: So, the Department of Justice, through this act, was empowered to handle all criminal prosecutions and civil suits in which the United States had an interest.
3: I like. I was empowered to handle. We empower you. <laughs> To handle this, okay, <laughs> I'm empowering you.
2: I do love that that's come up. back to mean, like what it that it's a word that's come back into usage. I'd empowered, like, yeah. Empowered. I empowered. So mean,
4: In like going real... to like a goop all day seminar and yeah, using a yoni. Like you're head. an empowered woman. Yeah, oh God,
3: I'm an yeah. empowered woman. I'm empowered, empowered to handle all criminal prosecution and civil suits. <laughs> Give me the
2: $25,000 paperweight. I
3: am empowered.
2: I'm empowered. I'm <laughs>
3: empowered. Great. Sorry. I'm going to stop interrupting you when you read. Uh, that's what I'm I'm saying that into the space so that I'll do it.
4: You're manifesting it. I'm manifesting yeah.
3: it like Gwyneth <laughs> taught me because I'm empowered.
4: Um,
0: in many
3: ways, the <laughs> Department of Justice is the goop of America in this time. <laughs> it's just nobody knows what it's doing, but it's there and it seems to have power. Yeah. So... The Yeah. So they
2: created this department basically to assist the attorney general in their job, basically, to give them like a structure and support and staff. Because as we've learned, the attorney general represents the United States in cases before the Supreme Court. And it came down to this one guy who was like, I, I got to go to my next. There's more cases. Right. And I just, I need sleep. Can we please he get me a staffer? Overworked. He was
3: overworked. It was, hard. It, it was, was hard. hard. it was hard. It was hard being a white man who was um, educated in the <laughs> 1870. It was so hard. He had all, he, all the reading he had to do. And only he could do. I mean, that's a burden. Really, yeah, like, yeah ask I'm the our current president read. who
4: reads nothing who reads for nothing. any reason. Because <laughs> right.
3: you know. other people read for him. Back in the day, it was just, do they? Fair, fair, touche, <laughs> touche. Uh, the attorney general
2: position at this time was also a part-time job, mm-hmm. <laughs> S- <laughs> a side hustle, oh, side- it <laughs> <in>. a side, a <laughs> side hustle. Like this, these people were these dudes were probably like lawyers who like lawyered on the side and then like went to court and were like, "Yes, I am representing the United States of America." Yeah. yeah 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 can we get I've got a, a, a divorce court. it just continues <laughs> to
3: prove how little faith like people had in the United States surviving because they're like I'm not even gonna leave my real job to do this I'm gonna keep that job and I'll do this when I can but I don't really see this country going anywhere <laughs> so I'm gonna stay where the money is yeah a part-time job I love right I, love. I wish it like, still was i do it
2: okay but here's the thing so you joke about that
3: <laughs> i to be
2: attorney general. I make fifteen dollars an hour. I know, right? But the New York—just to harken back to the episode that we did last week—the the New York
3: state legislators are all part-time positions.
1: Are they? That's crazy. Mm. It's
2: insanity. Oh
3: my god! The fact that any like legislator who's like in charge of people's. Lives and like making them better and passing legislation. The fact no. that any part of that is part time is, <laughs> is is a
4: joke.
2: So oh, are joke. you telling
3: me that like
4: Jumani Williams is going to be my Uber driver?
2: But that's a city. That's a full time position.
4: Oh, good. I'm talking about
2: like New York mm-hmm. State senators and New York State Assembly people. Okay, like oh. the people who like they make are the laws for New
3: York State. Yeah, that is. Cool. They part. So they could be your Uber driver. They okay. make like eighty Yeah, grand or they could be at Starbucks. Yeah, they
2: make eighty grand a year. They make like eighty grand a year. How is that, like that. a
3: part time job?
2: I want that
3: part-time job. New York City (laughs) Council
2: people make about 150K. What? Yeah. Okay,
3: well now I feel less stress i mean i still think they should be there all the time
2: <laughs> yeah now Instead of of like, like i passing should look laws, into the city council yeah, yeah that's what i'm
1: talking about i
3: feel like that's a great i feel like
2: that's a great gig it's a great the new york city council is a great gig you know it's not a great gig being a staffer those people make like 40 grand and totally. they run everything they do everything and they everything. probably work full-time they work full-time like any over full-time any staffer position there's one up right now for a council person in manhattan is like you must also be willing to work nights and weekends and i'm like you must be on for call 40K 24 hours a day. Or, right. exactly exactly Like, it's kind of, it's insane. So, yeah. So, the attorney general position was part-time. Love. Right. I Uh, think it's great. I think that's great. The
3: first attorney general was Edmund Randolph. Bless his heart. Love him. Shout out to Edmund Randolph because and we did an episode on the presidential cabinet. Edmund Randolph was one of the first four presidential cabinet members to George Washington.
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. OG. 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 He was an OG
3: member. OG Press Cab. Yeah. Love him.
2: Love Edmund. Love Edmund. He also represented Aaron Burr. (gasps)
3: Yeah, yeah. I was the murderer of resident drama queen of the show, Alexander Hamilton. (laughs) That's right. (laughs)
2: Uh, In trial for treason in 1807. Yeah, Aaron
3: Burr, what was he, like, what was he doing? I mean, we can talk about Aaron Burr at a later time, but I just, I saw that and I was like, Relax. Relax. Don't you feel like, <laughs> I feel
2: like he's the Jeff Sessions of that era. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. How'd you feel? And then he went on to become Secretary of State after
3: Thomas Jefferson. TJ is Thomas Jefferson. TJ, it's not Tommy. It's Thomas Jefferson. Yep. So Edmund Randolph went on to be Secretary of State. Love it.
2: Yes, he did. So attorney generals are nominated by the president for their position, which we talked about in the cabinet the cabinet episode we did. And they must be approved by the Senate because they are the ones who perform the advise and consent duties of Congress. They are an official cabinet member, <laughs> which means that William Barr is number seven in the line for presidency.
3: Look, mm. William Billy the Kid Barr, number seven. It's like, that's why this matters, because like seven is too close. It's too close it's for close. me, especially it's after
2: close. he tried to use air quotes in his uh, press conference this morning on Mueller Day. Uh, yeah. he used air quotes and I was like you just you're done
3: you fundamentally you're can't, done. can't well, use air you
2: quotes you air quoting
3: air around something about I, I don't
1: even <laughs> justice.
2: remember
1: justice <laughs> my Truth. job
2: collusion America <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like the basic history, how we got the attorney general, how we got the justice department in a very succinct way. Yeah. Let's talk about what they, what what they they do. do.
3: So I am going to talk about what they do. And a lot of this comes from the literal justice website, like, Justice.gov, whatever it is, which is the saddest website you'll ever go to. There once again is no heart, there's no inspiration. They need to get a non-union actor to just take a stab at it Aww. and get some creativity. I mean the look, I see actors with great websites and I just True. look at like our government websites and I'm like, what there's no excuse. Go on Squarespace, pick a template, live your life. <laughs> ah. So according to the Department of Justice website, this is their mission. The mission of the Office of the Attorney General is to supervise and direct the administration and operation of the Department of Justice, including the Federal Bureau of Investigation, Drug Enforcement Administration, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, Bureau of Prisons, Offices of Justice Programs, and the U.S. Attorneys and U.S. Marshals Service, which are all within the Department of Justice.
2: I didn't realize that like the atf
4: was under the Justice. i mean i guess that makes sense but mm-hmm. it kind of makes it seem like the department of justice is like our own version of russia's secret police it kind of does yeah 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 like when you realize the umbrella under which it all falls right it's right. very yeah. broad and then it makes like it, if the ag is a cabinet member mm-hmm. then you know what expectations should we have of the entire justice department being nonpartisan right, yeah. right. if the totally. ag is in the cabinet totally i mean valid. yeah
3: it's a completely valid point yep. there is no
4: i have had i've labored under this misconception that our justice department is its Unbiased? own thing yeah it's not and, oh and no. it's just not no yeah. it's not i mean uh, no matter who's in office because
2: you're exactly right the head of the office of the department is appointed by the president and so they have they have to get confirmed through the Senate. But like up until recently, that all just went through, you know, they yeah. just approved them because of, you know, they were qualified. professional courtesy. And so, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, I mean, we can talk we're going to talk about later about how like when Eric Holder was there, he all I mean, they all take liberties with mm-hmm. the job. And then, it you know, they set policy and it filters down through the staff. And there are, you know, longtime staffers in these departments, but they take direction from the person at the top. Right, so but like when Trump right. was
4: bitching about how like he was like just bitching about Jeff Sessions and he was like I want Roy Cohn and I was like mm. get off it like you can't just have your own personal lap dog mm-hmm. but he actually ca- he can, he can. Yeah. and I Thought that he was delusional and it was actually me.
3: Yeah. Well, I guess like the thing. I <laughs> think. I think the, that, like, I think the difference is that <laughs> <laughs> the the AG shouldn't be working for the president. You know, like are they but partisan? He, but he yes. Is. I know he's a point, but like he's not like the president's personal attorney. Right. But well, what's exactly. the difference between
4: being the country's attorney and the president's attorney? Is
3: that you also have to consider equally the country's interest. So say like say the Mueller report came out and they were like collusion, everything. It's all legal illegal activity, illegal activity. Then what the attorney general is supposed to do is act on that knowing that on the interest of not only the president but the country and the interest of the country would be we can't have a president who is colluding with a foreign. But you have That's Nixon like,
4: being like, if the president's doing it, it's not illegal. Right. Totally. And then you you could just have the, you know, the idea that the president is America and America is the president.
3: That's sort of like a dictatorship in a
4: way. Mm-hmm. Which is sort of what we have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's,
2: I think, yes, you're correct. And I think the problem is that there's a fundamental flaw yeah. in this, which I don't think the founding fathers... I mean, in some ways, they wanted him to have a certain level of authority and autonomy, uh, the president. I mean, Mm -hmm. but in other ways, they didn't want him to be king, and they've they wrote extensively about that, and especially in things, yeah, yeah, like in the Federalist Papers, they expand on what they thought the job of the president should be and what it shouldn't be. And I think, you know, the current structure that we have now, where the president is basically the pope and he's infallible, Mm -hmm. isn't something that they would have abided by, right? And part of it is just like, you know. I am waiting for the. You saw my tweet today. I'm waiting for the first Democratic presidential candidate who's going to be like, I will only appoint an attorney general who will get rid of this rule that the sitting president cannot be uh, charged with the crime. Yeah, because that's it's not a law. It's a regulation under Department of Justice. It's a guideline. It's a guideline. Yeah, yeah. Mueller's abiding by it because he is trying to very delicately like prop up the structures and the departments that we have right. that are being diminished and torn down under Trump and I understand that but at some point this needs to be looked at because it was a you know it was a problem under Nixon you know whether or not you can indict a sitting president and quite frankly why shouldn't you be able to
4: we right. have exactly. a line of succession yeah. for
2: a reason yeah. and
4: you know what else is a guideline showing your goddamn taxes mm. and nobody cares about that guideline right, right. Mm-hmm. so like why like, should we be so hard and fast about that guideline? Sure, it, I mean absolutely. It's
2: like when people, you know, quote the Bible and they say that homosexuality is bad. It's like so is eating shellfish, bitches. Like you got, you can't mm-hmm. pick and choose. Yeah. Right. You can't pick
3: and choose. Yep. Don't eat. Don't eat the shrimp. Don't eat the shrimp. So, <laughs> the Department of Justice. We <laughs> hard no, transition I know. a lot. It's hard. No, I love hard transitions. So it makes me feel great. Um, so we've <laughs> talked about like what they are according to them and now this according to their website is what the attorney general is supposed to do according to them represent the united states in all legal matters love supervise and direct the administration and operation of the offices boards divisions and bureaus that compromise the departments comprise what did i say compromise (laughs) look they compromise the department (laughs) at this point honestly that was a freudian slip i love it i also can read I just learned. They just let me here in America. Okay. (laughs) They can furnish advice and opinions, formal and informal, on legal matters to the president and the cabinet and to the heads of the executive departments and agencies of the government as provided by law. They furnish? The only thing I furnish is an apartment. Are you joking? Like, what does that mean? Furnish? Yeah. Provide. Yeah, provide. Give. Say that. I hate that, Man. Okay. (laughs) This is my, this is the hill that I'll die on, is this, like, in, when people use, like, that's such an unnecessary word, furnish. I'm not going to get into it. Okay. Other things they're supposed to do, make recommendations to the president concerning appointments to federal judicial positions and to positions within the department, including U.S. Attorney and U.S. Marshals. So they're basically like, that person's great. Let's let's take them on. Great. Mm-hmm. Go, HR's down the hall. Oh my God, No. <laughs> <ew. laughs> They don't have an HR department in the, just, the Department of Justice or the White House. There's no HR. Help us all. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to represent or supervise the representation of the United States government in the Supreme Court of the United States and all other courts, foreign and domestic, in which the United States is party or has an interest as may be deemed appropriate. So basically, if it's like blah, blah, blah versus the United States, the Attorney General Shows up. They show up. But this rule or this sort of like duty is why, you know, when like William Billy Madison Barr <laughs> it says shit about like his stance on abortion and we have 16 cases that are sort of like at the Supreme Court's door, this is why it's super important that he straight up is saying Roe v. Wade should be overturned.
4: He said it with his mouth. He said it with
3: his mouth. We all know that he said it. He literally, it's on, there's a video, no? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, when people, when people are like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. It actually very much does matter because he might be the one in court arguing. Right. Like, to overturn Roe v. Wade. And we have Brett, the butt chugging (laughs) Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. You know, it all ties in. It all ties in. sorry i'm just like on a name roll today um so yeah i just want to point that out that that is a very important duty um the last duty is that they uh perform or supervise the performance of other duties required by statute or executive order what does that mean (laughs) (laughs) just like the thing as a whole
2: yeah um it means uh like, whatever else is in the law that, like, it defines his position, this person's position. Or if the president were to pass an executive order that would require the attorney general to do something, they would have to do that thing. So it's sort of like, and some other stuff. Right. Yeah. It's like the job description that's like, you must be doing X, Y, and Z, and blah, da da and any other duties as assigned. And
3: great with kids. Yeah. You know? Like... <laughs>
4: Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: must that
3: be comfortable. You know,
4: we will ask you to do the windows
2: at right.
3: some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Love. if you could
2: lift fifty pounds of your head, also great. Yeah,
3: yeah. Partial nudity will be required. A <laughs> robe will be provided on set. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> so the office of the attorney general includes a deputy attorney general and an associate attorney general. Yes. And I mean, like a full-on fucking staff. That's not just Huge. like three guys in a room being like, "What's next? <laughs> 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 what do we want to try but those today?" Are just, like two other important. Yeah. So what do they actually do? So that's what they.
2: That's what what they say. That's what they say they do in government speak. What they actually do. I mean, they do do that stuff. They should be doing that stuff. But the job is actually pretty ill-defined in some respects. And the attorney general has a lot of agency within the department from their position, like we talked about, because they're appointed. And they're the head of the department. They can kind of they can set new guidelines. They can
4: choose what
3: they can just like make their own rules. No. Yeah, they can. That's great. (laughs) i love that how nice for you yeah if you were an attorney general what new rule would you make
4: um i would stop the erosion of women's reproductive
1: rights (laughs) excellent Uh, Excellent excellent choice solid (laughs) solid choice what about you what would you do i'm putting beyonce was rewriting the constitution love
2: oh my god Hell yeah new york and la on board (laughs)
1: great we only
3: need honestly we only need like a couple more states and we've got a coalition
2: and you had a coalition but then you've got like what is it like Provincetown or or, like the up the east coast all of like the gay party towns right like you've got yeah you're good, yeah.
3: We oh, yeah, we've got the east coast,
2: yeah. East coast, probably got New Orleans on a good day, totally. Yeah. You can get
3: Austin, Texas, for yeah, sure, for sure, for well, sure.
1: Beyonce is involved. We're getting Texas, we can, totally, yeah, Texas. We can, get, we can oh definitely get the God. state of Texas.
3: So, yep. so it's yep. just sort of a
4: ring around the
2: knee.
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> any like Middle water America.
2: state, <laughs> <laughs> except like you know, Mississippi or whatever, right? right. Yeah, right. so like I said, the goals and the priorities that a presidential administration has can really dictate how the office of the attorney general functions. So the attorney general can decide which cases they want to prosecute. And which will take priority within the department? They can decide which parts of a law they want to defend when it's
3: challenged in court. I just hate that you can just like pick a pick a pick one. You know, <laughs> like shouldn't you be defending all of the parts? Yeah, how does am that- I just naive?
1: They're just like I'm I'm sorry. I just on the last sentence. Yeah, let's
3: just actually never mind this first half of this law that people took like hours and hours to come up with. Let's just look right here,
2: like this this part right here. Yeah,
3: Um, I hate that. Sorry, keep going. No, you're fine.
2: So, for example, when the Trump administration decided not to defend the part of the part of the ACA, the Affordable Care Act, in court, and so this just to give you a little bit of an idea about how they can choose to defend stuff. So, this is coming from I'm gonna. Oh, no, this is an easy name. Van R. Newkirk II from the Atlantic. This Hell is yeah. where it's coming from. So there was a part in the ACA that, d- that uh, protects pre-existing conditions. The part that we've all, you know, if anything should stand. I mean, it should all stand in the ACA. But this is the part that seems particularly egregious.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have
2: a pre-existing condition. You should be able to get health care for that condition. It's, ridiculous. it's so stupid.
1: Yeah.
3: It's quite literally not your fault. <laughs> not
2: your fault. So Texas brought a lawsuit against the Justice Department. Damn it.
3: Man, we <laughs> yeah. were doing so well with Beyonce and everything. And then they just do this. Oh, I know. Sweet. They're That's so yin and yang. It's, oh, it's God. quite purple, uh, your state. I know. I know. It's like disciplining a child. Like, come <laughs> on. <laughs> Do
2: better. Herding, Do better. Cats. So they brought a lawsuit against the Justice Department challenging part of the law that mandates coverage for pre-existing conditions. And the DOJ, quote, essentially agreed with much of the lawsuit's rationale, which is that recent legislation had voided most of the ACA's most important provisions. And so basically, the, the, the state of Texas, the people who brought this suit, were... It was basically another way that one that the Republican Party was trying to dismantle the ACA one piece at a time. So Texas argued that since the individual mandate is constitutional only because it's a tax, which is ruled by SCOTUS, that the GOP and the GOP has removed the tax penalty with the tax reform bill. I was right. The mandate no longer stands. So they've like crumpled this thing, Mm -hmm. crumpled the individual mandate, which then undermines the entire ACA because it cannot, the GOP argued, continue as Congress intended, like because they've crippled the mandate. Because we've
3: set it on fire from the inside. Right. It's no longer what Congress set it out to be because we have effectively destroyed it. Right. Exactly. So because it's crumpled, which is the same thing that they're doing with reproductive rights. Yeah, they're crumpling it. Right.
4: Instead of just overturning Roe v. Wade, they're crumpling it state by state. Right. Right. Right.
2: They're chipping away at it just a little bit at a time. And because the ACA can't continue to stand as, you know, as Congress intended it to be a fix for the marketplace, you know, they, they created the marketplace that basically the marketplace rests on the assumption because it's in the law, that people will, everybody will get health insurance. Mm-hmm. The majority of people will get health insurance. And if that's gone, then the ACA is, you know, doesn't function as it was intended. So then the DOJ, uh, Department of Justice, quote, reasoned that because it believes the Supreme Court should soon declare the taxless mandate unconstitutional, the pre-existing conditions provision so closely attached to it should also be nixed, close quote.
3: Was this Sessions that argued this or was this Billy Barr?
2: Oh, this is Sessions. Yeah, this is in the beginning.
3: Sessions. Jeff, uh, yeah. where's he? Gone. I'd love to get him on the phone. I know. I don't know where he is. <laughs> Call that keyboard elf tree. So you Jeff, and Lizzie. Uh, 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 uh. Where are you? Drop me a pin. I'm coming to find you.
2: So, I mean, like, pre existing conditions are still a thing. Because basically the court was like, yeah, no, that's not how it works. Like, just you can't presuppose that, like, just because this part has fallen, like, the entire rest of the act goes away. Like, that's not a thing. But he did. But Sessions and the DOJ, the Attorney General, did not want to defend the ACA in court. So just one way that it just matters just who just our president way. is and That's who the they appoint Texas to these thing, cabinets though,
3: to be like. You see, it's all dead. Right. So this should be dead too. This is the most Texas thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking state. I swear to God. Sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? Okay. What are you doing?
2: They can also decide which laws they want to enforce. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say it. I'm not. I know.
2: Coming on our show is so fun sometimes. And then sometimes it's really fucking depressing.
3: It's just like, it's like, like, no, you can't. What are you talking about? That doesn't like, that's not how society works at all. Like, Like, imagine, like, imagine if this is how we lived our lives, where there were like certain laws that you can enforce and laws that you could obey. Like, you're like a police officer being like, I mean, it kind "Mm." of is. Like, we,
4: in New York City, they've chosen not to enforce marijuana laws. And True. so people could just live their lives without the fear that mm-hmm. they once had. Like, I, sometimes, but I don't think they just choose. They had to make some kind of deregulation. Not really. Like, de Blas just sort of decriminalized it. De right, a little
3: blase about it.
4: So, like, I feel like it's similar. Is it? Am I wrong? No, you're right. Like, just this idea, like, we're just going to not um, enforce this law. Yeah. So you know, do what you feel, <laughs> right? We Dude, don't like live your it. life. We're, we're not going, gonna,
3: we're not gonna helicopter parent you. Mm-hmm. And
4: we're, we're like cool with the decriminalization of weed here in New York, but like the idea that they just don't feel like upholding major parts of the ACA, right? Is is yeah. troubling? Right, it's it's troubling.
2: Insane. Yeah, troubling. So in this comes from Brian Montepoli. Montepoli. Totally. yeah. Butchered that probably on no. um, CBS. That's fanatic. It's fanatic. So in 2011, Obama asked the Justice Department not to enforce the Defensive, Defense of Marriage Act, also known as DOMA, um, which prohibited federal recognition of, of same sex marriages.
3: I feel like that's great. Right. That's a great use of not it's enforcing a great, laws. It's <laughs> a yeah. That's use. a beautiful example. Let Check. it ride. It. Like, you know what? We're done.
2: Don't don't do it. Yeah. And Holder, I mean, it was a little rocky because Holder said in a statement that the department will stop defending the policy because it has now been challenged in the Second Circuit, which hasn't established a binding standard for how laws concerning sexual orientation should be treated. So he basically was like kicking the can down the road, being like, listen, this is in the Second Circuit right now and they haven't told me what they want to do with it. So we're just not going to we're not going to enforce it. So then he sent a letter to Speaker Boehner.
3: God, you remember Boehner?
2: I know.
1: Well, I almost mm. forgot about him. I wow. know, right? A piece of work. Honey, it's
3: a tan
2: man. Where's he? He's a tan man. He introduced the orange to to DC.
3: Yeah. Geez, Louise. Yep. Sorry. Shout out to Boehner. Yep. Hope you're well. <laughs>
2: So Holder sent a letter to Boehner, citing the Equal Protection Clause and discrimination against LGBT people as examples of when the Equal Protection Clause hasn't protected Americans. And Michael Steele—not that Michael Steele, but a different Michael Steele—who was Boehner's spokesperson. I don't
3: know who the first Michael Steele is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're like not not the one you're thinking of. I'm like amazing. I had Steele? no Michael Steele in my brain. Really? No. Who's Michael, Michael Steele?
1: Steele? Oh my God, am I Do doing you know this Selena? Oh my God, he's I, a, a Wait, Democratic. No,
4: he's a Republican. <laughs> Michael Steele's a Republican. I
2: know you wouldn't you wouldn't think it, but he's. A uh, Republican. Then I'm thinking of a
4: different Michael Steele. The How black many Michael Steels? Right now we have three black, Michael right? Steele. Yeah, yeah, that's Michael that guy's Steel. a Republican. He's a Republican. <gasps> he's a is he still Republican. a Republican?
2: Yeah, but he doesn't like Trump. Love. Yeah. Love. Oh, See, okay.
4: that's where the confusion yeah. lies because yeah. I've okay. seen him talking shit about
3: he's,
2: Trump. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I didn't realize he was a Republican. He's a Republican. He's an MSNBC correspondent. He's one of the Republicans that they have. He's yeah. He's an exile. Okay, so what's hit? So this ah, who's this Michael, this Michael Steele? This Michael Steele. Yes, it's not this Michael Steele. It's a different Michael Steele. He was Banner's spokesperson, and he criticized the administration, administration for trying to divide a nation that was struggling economically by bringing up DOMA.
3: By bringing up... Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, when we're, when we're struggling economically, like, how can we possibly talk about, like, LGBTQ problems, you know? Right. Like, we're struggling economically. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I... Coal miners, you guys.
2: Task. Coal yeah. miners need need money. Yes, we can't uh, talk about gay marriage right now.
3: Man, I just, oh, I'm not <coughs> going to get into coal mining. But, what, like, I we're know. still coal mining. Right. We're still coal mining.
4: But barely. But
3: but still, we put a man on the moon. We can't figure out how to get a robot into a coal. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to get into coal mining today. I can't do it. <laughs> it's just, me. Yeah. It's too exhausting. It's too, it's so exhausting. So the why? <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. So the EPC was what? what?
2: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's the end of that.
1: Great. But keep
2: round it out there. The important part is that they didn't want to defend Oma. <laughs>
1: they didn't want to defend Oma. <laughs> TLDR. I we defend
4: what we want to defend. Hell and yes. We totally ignore what we feel like ignore. Yeah. Yeah. That
3: should be on the website. That's honest. Yeah. that's honestly what they're doing. Yeah. Um, well, then let's just round it Pink out with some cheese. fun facts. Amazing! It's my favorite thing in the world is when we have fun facts.
1: All right, bring them.
3: The longest-serving Attorney General is a woman.
1: <laughs> Reno. <laughs> Reno. It's Reno. Reno.
3: Reno.
4: Reno. When I think of Janet Reno, I think of two things. I think about her flaming David Koresh, and I think about um, Will Ferrell playing her on Saturday Night Live. Yes. Yes. It's,
3: like, literally unreal. She was the 78th attorney general, and she served from 1993
4: to 2001. Work
3: hell yeah she was, the, she was the first woman ever to become attorney general and then she would just show them all and was like i'm gonna be here for as long as i want to be here <laughs> that gang love it <laughs>
1: it's
3: like don't look to a man to do a woman's job you know what i mean <laughs> um <laughs> we've only had two women in the history of america be attorney generals one was janet reno and the second one was loretta lynch, loretta Little lynch. Uh-huh. and that's so from 1993 to like like backwards to the beginning of time we never had a female attorney general like i just want everybody to like sink their teeth into that because once again when people are like like when are you gonna be satisfied it's like when there's a female attorney general for 100 years straight
4: but also never
3: and also never and also never i will never be Um, satisfied not gonna Sally say Yates would have time. been the would have been the third, but she was only acting. I love mm. Sally. Yates. I flipping love Sally Yates. Shout out to Sally Yates.
4: She could run. I'm just she saying. She, she should run. Mm.
3: Yeah. I ooh ooh. She makes me so excited. I know. <laughs> um, the shortest serving Attorney General. Spoiler: It's a man. Um, <laughs> is Edwin Stanton? He only did 75 days in office. Bless his heart. Oh. He was appointed by Buchanan. Like right before Buchanan was about to leave office, so then he was just done when Buchanan left office. <laughs> so like, well, wasn't his fault, but I kind of think it's funny that it was like, ah, oh, shit. I like like his his former one left or was fired. I don't know what happened to him, but then it was like, we got to fill this vacancy for seventy days. Edwin, it's you. Edwin, it's you. Edwin Stanton packed up his family, moved seventy five days. The youngest Attorney General ever. Uh, not elected, nominated to the position was Richard Rush, who was the eighth Attorney General, who was 34 years old when he was when he so took the young office. And Fresh. Fresh. Well, he this is fun, fun soup, a fun fun fact. He went to Princeton when he was 13 years that old. That is oh my so god, amazing.
4: he's the Doogie Hauser when he was 13. I,
3: I love. I mean, but when you think about it, this was he's the eighth one, so this is like what early 1800s, right. maybe right? So like the life expectancy, 18. he's only going to live to be. 35. Like, yeah, they don't live. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like basically they're not living. 60. This is like right before the Civil War. Fair. So maybe right. he goes into that. Like,
2: it was because I had this reaction and I was like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? I, I'm not attorney general. <laughs> I've been to Princeton once. So and I had to look it up in order to make myself feel better. And it was eight, he was there from 1814 to 1817. And then I was like, okay. The alternative was, like, syphilis. Yeah. Fine. Like, yeah. I, great.
1: <laughs> we I will all keep could have died of syphilis. consumption. Yeah,
3: I think that's, like, a good way to sort of, like, keep me on track. Like, when I'm sort of, like, in one of my, like, depressive moods, I should just be, like, I could have syphilis. You right. know, like, yeah. that should be what, like, kicks me back into gear. Like, we could, it could be 1812. Right. And, and I could, could have syphilis. syphilis. Right. Yeah. Or, you know,
2: eight children running around and. Um, I
3: could die in childbirth. Yeah. Yeah. I still, well, still to to get
1: that joke. Very I love it.
3: Yeah. I love that it's still in the. Look table. how far we've come. Look at us. Uh, I can read. Um, <laughs> and then the last fun fact is that every state has an attorney general, and they do pretty much the exact same thing that the attorney general of the United States does for us, but for so its ignore own. Ignore parts state.
1: of the law and, ignore and, parts of
3: the law. They're like, this is what Texas wants. This is how Texas is. But the New York
4: this. attorney general is out for trump blood uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah they, totally. they're just
3: like all right like thing after thing after thing i love it they're do doing you, the work
4: i'm sorry to interrupt no, but no that's all geez. i do
3: do you think <laughs> that
4: the <laughs> southern district of new york is our only hope in terms of getting trumpy big mctrumperson behind bars like is rico gonna do its its work that it did for mobsters of yore? Mm. like is yeah. is this the only way? Yeah, is this think the movie
3: so. The Untouchables, you know? Yeah. Is yeah. that the moment? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't
4: hope so. Yeah. Uh,
3: that would be great. Because there are there are cases
4: I'll be in so other proud states. To be from New York. I
1: know.
2: There are there are cases in other states. There's some in the Southern District in New York, but I think there's some in California maybe. There's a couple of other
4: they ones that probably are probably one in every but place this is so where the bodies are buried. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like especially I, the financial ones.
2: Yeah. I think it's the only the only legal way to get him out Mm -hmm. or to not even get him out. I don't know that you would get him out but the only way to like
1: put him into jail.
2: Put him in jail at some point in his life. I don't know that they would do it
1: while he's still president. AOC was posting that they're, they're still trying to move to impeach but it's no. not, well, it's so i don't think this. it's gonna happen no. No. And, I, they're they're all, and i
2: honestly don't
3: think
1: passing around some
3: yeah i think i think the the moment is now to all
1: sign yeah with, with <laughs> wishful thinking but this is not gonna no work. i
3: know but i think the moment is now to just focus on 2020 and you know yeah. rallying behind i just i don't think I, I know
2: people want him gone and i do too it's not that i want him to stay i just don't think that like impeachment is the way to go well we get pensed we get pensed yeah. who it's can also not gonna, gonna go anywhere. more easily win. Right. For a reelection.
3: But like if it's Pence versus somebody like we're boned.
2: Oh, really? I think if it's Trump (laughs) versus somebody like I really looking for
3: a
4: peaceful transfer of power, like it might be much more difficult with an impeachment than with an actual election. Mm -hmm. To have a
3: peaceful transition of power. Yeah. I
4: mean, people are talking about, you know, like Charlottesville type rioting right. in yeah. the streets if yeah. things don't seem above board. Right.
3: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah, I mean certainly if like if we have we have the Congress that we have now and if he's impeached with the Congress that we have now, aka Republicans control the Senate, mm-hmm. then sure, that's actually a peaceful transition of power because that means that you have Republican leadership. Right. Mm-hmm. Or at least like a handful of Republican senators switching over to like agree to impeach him. Right. Right. So that's I mean that's certainly different than like, the Democrats beating and then the Republicans being like, that's not what we want. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no! That's what they all sound like. I mean, I it's kind of <laughs> astounding. I
4: sound like a goat. Like ah! goat. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, what a world. I know.
3: What a, a world we trash. live in, you guys. Sick sad
4: world. Mm,
3: I, I love it. Oh my gosh. Uh, every day, we, every time we do an episode, I'm like, wow. I'm so happy to be alive. <laughs> I just feel ready. I'm ready to take on the day. I can just go sing in the streets about how know. good it's all going. We always end on such a high note. Yeah, upright. We end on that note. Ah! that's yeah. my high note
2: <laughs> great well thank you so much for coming on the show you guys thank you, thank you for having us,
3: having us. yes of course fun. this is so lovely voyage. your I show is great so i learned
4: so much from it oh I'm my so god glad. i'm
3: literally that's so pleased. the best compliment i'm so pleased um, so awesome. but you guys if you're when you're done listening to this please go over to pop tarts listen to them they're super fun and great it's Aww. so great it, no it's really it's absolutely amazing and hilarious and Just poignant. And yeah, we love you all so much. If you like this episode, you can go, you can find us on social media at Let's Get Civical. Like us, rate us, review us. We're on all of the platforms. Subscribe. subscribe. Press the button. Commit. Commit to me. Commit to Arden. (laughs) Commit to
1: us. Um, Commit more than they commit to a law.
3: Right. That's right. Right. Don't
2: treat us
1: like a law.
3: Don't be
2: the attorney general (laughs) of our lives. Do
1: not
3: do it. Um, We (laughs) love you so much and we will see you next week. Yes.